0: Hey, we're here again, this time with episode 27 of One Plus One Makes Two, and we're going to continue with what I wouldn't necessarily call a banter. I'd call it more of a tirade because I'm, I'm accusing NPR, as I did in episode 26 not long ago, of not sharing with us. Yes, people like you and I, the American public, millions of listeners. The whole truth. Now, don't get me wrong. NPR shares with us the truth. However, there's truth and then, more descriptively, partial truth, a little truth, more truth, (laughs) and some truth. Well, you know what? As the American public, we deserve the whole truth. Now it is clear that NPR is a major media player which has the opportunity to expose, explain, and educate all of its listeners on any subject whatsoever. And this is why I demanded in our last episode, episode 26, that NPR began a daily program which compares our current temperature and rainfall of a specific area with the same area averages which were recorded and calculated between 1880 and 1950. Please recall that 1950 is the last year before human activity became a significant cause of climate change. The daily program should also describe the amount of forest land in units of square miles for the United States and the world and report their monthly increase or decrease for every month. Same with monthly amount of land lost to sea rise due to hotter temperatures and, of course, the concentration of the most potent greenhouse gas, carbon dioxide. Comparing its present level with that of 1950. By the way, the CO2 concentration is now 417 parts per million. Yowie! I say that because in 1950, it was only 317. Let's put that another way. The amount of CO2 in our atmosphere has increased over 31% within the past 70 years. Listeners, I don't know about you, but this increase scares the hell out of me. For this carbon dioxide concentration is a harbinger of hotter temperatures, more drought, more forest fires, more sea rise, stronger, frequent hurricanes, tornadoes. My Bob, what's the deal? Mother Nature, I just huh, I just realized like the human species is imploding all that you and the cosmos have created. <laughs> Doesn't bother me, Bob? Oh, nothing bothers you, Mother Nature. Not a damn thing. You got it, Bob. but really? Huh, when are you and your kind I'm going to show some grit? That's right. Grit. G-R-I-T. I I mean, do what it takes so you humans can survive another four billion years like I will. But for now, Bobby Baby, why not just continue the show? Mother Nature, why don't you just mutate a grit gene for us so we do what we have to to stop climate change? Sorry, Bobboodles. No can do. That's an ideological mutation which occurs only occasionally in some humans. A bunch of gritty parents are required to transfer their grit to their children and to the general population by means of behavioral education. Now, come on, the listeners are waiting for the rest of the program. So, let's hear it. Okay, okay. Just give me a moment. Sure, Bob. Bobby. Doodle boodles. (laughs) Composure counts in this business, doesn't it? Thank you. Mother Nature, we need the media to inform us. And once aware, we must be responsible. So we have sufficient plant life to sustain ourselves and regain Mother Nature's balance. Also, as mentioned before, NPR needs to start this program ASAP. After all, some scientists have concluded that climate change, as we speak, cannot be stopped. Bob! Yes, yes, Mother Nature. Please, some applicable, insightful remarks. Sure, Bob. How about get on the stick, people? Arriba, hariba. Now, if not sooner. You know, Bob, I have evolved many offspring and I provide sustenance for their survival. But as I have said before, I am an uncaring mother. My offspring must care for themselves and their environment, so their environment cares for them. Excellent reminder, Mother Nature. Yes, and so that I might incentivize you and your buds, I suggest NPR also include the higher food prices the more expensive flood and storm insurance premiums, higher utility bills for your water and air conditioning, and NPR must absolutely include the massive financial losses incurred by our citizens, and lastly, the grievous human death toll. All of this due to the maladies of climate change. You know, Poopsie Darling, If you humans would get out of the box before contemplating the problem, you would identify the major causes of climate change, which are indolence, greed, and stupidity, each having their own particular deleterious effects on my climate. Yes, and I am deeply sorry for us both, but tell us, please, Mother Nature, give us a positive. It's right here, Bob. Your suggestion for NPR is a great idea. A program broadcast daily informing us of our effect on habitat, environment, weather, climate. Gosh, Bob, it may just create a national awareness and concern enabling changes in our personal behavior. Here's hoping, Mother Nature. Oh. Dag Nabbit! Eight minutes into the podcast, and look who's knocking on the window, pointing at the clock. Yes, our endearing studio manager, Mr. Apathy. You must owe him some money, Bob. Well, uh, just for um, this November and December. I'd say it's time to ask your listeners for a little financial support, Bob. Thank you, Mother Nature, but I'd rather give than receive. But I need to explain something to our listeners. One Plus One Makes Two is our passion that we hope you find informative, entertaining, and presents solutions for portentous issues. Therefore, if offering us financial support gives you the same feel good vibes as broadcasting One Plus One Makes Two gives me, then click on the GoFundMe app, and donate to our podcast, One Plus One Makes Two. That's nice, Bobby Pino. but before Mr. Apathy turns off your mic, do you have any jokes or some dubious, whimsical wisdom worth sharing with your listeners? Factually, Mother Nature, yes. I begin with an observation. Too many people volunteer to move the stool when it's time to move the piano. And if it weren't for the last minute, nothing would ever get done. And hey, an acquaintance of mine who's a railroad engineer recently advised me to make certain the light at the end of the tunnel is not an oncoming train. Listeners, I meet interesting people everywhere I go. Last week, while shopping in the neighborhood supermarket, a nearby Tibetan monk observed me for a minute as I deliberated which package of ginger root I should buy. He surmised I needed some good advice, so he approached me and stated, Son, a habit is like a rope. Add a thread every day, So eventually, it's impossible to break. Many, many threads for you, Bob. With no disrespect, Mother Nature, I'm ignoring you. Whatever, Bob. Just remember, a clean conscience makes a soft pillow. And a peacock that sits on his tail is just another turkey. (laughs) And if you can't take the heat, then don't. Tickle the dragon. Also, recall that... Hey, who turned off the lights? I can't read the script. Mother Nature, do you have a flashlight? No, Bobby Beano. What do you think I am? A a Boy Scout or theater attendant? She. I know it's that Mr. Apathy. Here's some wisdom for you, Bobby Baby. When you pay on time, the lights stay on. Listeners, I apologize. It's totally dark in here now. I can't see the script. I'm just going to say thank you and goodbye. Please look forward to our next podcast in which I continue my defiant rant and rage with NPR concerning their format and neglectful coverage. See you then. Mother Nature, help me find the door out of here. This way, Bob. Oh, that's a file cabinet. That's not a door. Hush, Bob. You'll lose listeners. Oh, good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night.